I V M. Hello and welcome to Simplified, the podcast that slays the vampire of ignorance by driving the stake of pure knowledge studded with the shards of awful puns through the heart of that ignorance and <laughs> leaves you something wiser, smarter, and less likely to fall prey to misinformation. Wow! So after that little bit of misinformation, let's move on to a strong uh, start, Nare. Happy New Year! Uh, yeah so but you, you told me that um, you found a new voice in uh, the new year i didn't yeah. expect it to be had this i had completely managed to lose my voice completely like the <laughs> like the indian public you might say <laughs> and uh, unlike the indian public i got it back uh, and i was i remember the moment of blind panic i thought i had got covid but luckily that was not the case it, it's just my voice started gone and uh, yeah back <laughs> i'm back stronger than ever oh voice <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah the voice is better but the content is not <laughs> so narain what are we talking about today i was very surprised that you were interested in football and we are talking about uh, the korean player who's been setting it right <laughs> in the premier league son no that's not what we're talking about <laughs> that's that's not quite it but uh, yeah it's it's almost uh, almost as bright as uh, as dongming song who's a big favorite of my son he he is a big fan of us uh, tottenham sorry tottenham hotspurs he will he will completely kill me if i say out <laughs> uh, yeah so he forces me to watch uh, you know i watch all the goals that i think that and uh, he's always uh, sort of in some kind of rapture when uh, a korean son is uh, playing but this one is actually a slightly slightly hotter it is uh, it reached 100 million degrees for 20 seconds and it was all in the news a few weeks ago in the middle of december well, yeah. and uh, actually if you think about it it's a huge deal right so this we're just going to look at uh, you know what all this really is in today's podcast and uh, uh, so the first thing is uh, you know what, what is fusion how hot is 100 million what what is 100 million and can can you sort of you know is it is it hotter than your stove top yeah it is hotter than your stove top and many more important questions uh, you know come out of this so i i was i i really didn't know any about of it so i i had to sort of ferret ferret around and uh, first question is what what is the korean artificial sun and its full christian name as chakura said is the k star fusion reactor and its even fuller christian name is the korean superconducting tokamak advanced research reactor that's what it stands for <laughs> that's better that's because otherwise this k star x is in chembur also no k star totally 2021 definitely doesn't look like any better than 2020 so with apologies please continue there so 
uh, why is it a big deal and why is it in the news is it sustained uh, a fusion reaction for 20 seconds that is significantly longer than the attention span of my kids and i dare say that <laughs> that is surprising and uh, it's really long in the fusion industry right and number 2 is it achieved a temperature of 100 million degrees which is way hotter than the sun even the sun so sun is about 15 million degrees right in the center and uh, this thing is like and you know several times hotter okay and so this is an outcome of the uh, thing that they were trying to do or the conditions required to actually uh, make no this this is an outcome of what they do so what they do uh, as far as i can gather is they make uh, um, you know they first create a plasma so a plasma is created you know if you uh, if you see a electrical uh, a welders uh, you know the the spark that daddy creates and uh, that that is a plasma actually so that's really hot and the electrical arc that flies through the air um, that really reaches a very high temperature it's not 10000 degrees something like 7 or 10000 7 or 8000 degrees not 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 100 million so there's a temp- at that temperature the atoms just get sort of you know they, they lose all their inhibition and they start acting like liberals yeah and who can blame them yeah <laughs> they start having their having their sort of inhibitions completely released and then you confine this you make a lot of this so the welder makes a very little bit and just enough to melt iron and sort of weld whatever is welding this thing uh becomes uh, you know they they create a lot more of this gas and once that is created they try to pack it together using because plasma is now electrically conductive because all the electrons are stripped away all the all that is left of the gas are the nuclei and without the electrons the nuclei are charged right it's like when your wife goes to her mica for the Uh, holidays and suddenly you got all <laughs> kinds of undesirable friends milling around at home that kind of stuff happens and a magnetic field uh, is you know is is placed which pushes them really close together and when that happens uh, they they sort of repel uh, because they all same charge they sort of repel each other that is electrostatic repulsion but once that is overcome um the magnetic field is strong enough to make the individual atoms overcome that repulsion they get in they fuse together and when that happens um there's a very tiny bit of mass that converts into electricity because of because einstein said so one fine morning einstein figured out e is equal to mc square and it works and it releases a great amount of heat right now this is all in theory and in practice it was first achieved inside a nuclear bomb that's so what they did was they made an atom bomb a nuclear bomb and they figured that when the explosion happened if they kept uh, hydrogen in the center the as it exploded it would just compress the uh, hydrogen you know physically 
and that would cause a fusion reaction. So that is what is called an H bomb. Okay. So they did that. They, a nuclear explosion was, uh, you know, orchestrated in order to compress the hydrogen even uh, closer to uh, each other, hydrogen atoms. And when those fused, the explosion was 10x bigger than the nuclear explosion. Great. So technically, uh, that's a killer uh, uh, bomb. Even compared to the one they they exploded at Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Great. So hydrogen fuses together to form helium. And- form helium. Yeah. So that is that's the and that's what happens in the sun and all the stars. That's how it happened. So when the, when the universe began and it was just hydrogen and slowly uh, gravity made everything uh, come together. And where there was a very large cluster, and we're talking like seven billion kilometers long cluster, eventually they would start coming closer because of uh, gravity. And once a certain critical gravity was reached, they would come even closer and even closer. It just started spiraling. And once a you know once a threshold was crossed, it started fusing, and that's why stars uh, are bright, and that's why they give off energy and light. And, there is a really lot of uh, um, hydrogen in them, so they're going to keep going on for another few eleven billion years, some some such crazy. Yeah. yeah. So these guys, you know, they decided, and when I mean these guys, I mean those scientists getting hydrogen atoms to behave in all those undesirable ways. They're what they think is that if they're able to sustain a reaction like this, they could have a mini sun right here. And the product of this is helium, which is unlike. So when when we use nuclear power to create uh, electricity, you know, to have a power plant, the products are harmful. They are heavy metals, which are very radioactive, and it's very difficult. It's it's very serious if they get out, they leach out into the into the environment. So you the spent fuel has to be sequestered and put inside all kinds of concrete blocks and things like that and stored away. It is uh, it's dangerous. But fusion reaction, it is not. Helium is an inert gas. And as you know, inert means it wouldn't hurt anyone. It wouldn't hurt a fly. So they would have, and uh, it you know, you would have free energy for literally forever. That That's the holy grail of uh, fusion reactions. Yeah. But... It is difficult. First of all, it's very difficult to clump all the hydrogen atoms together that closely. So the tokamak reactor is a Russian design, which uh, was sort of dreamt up in the 50s, developed in the 60s or 70s. And then because it's so difficult, uh, as, I'm, as, I'll, as I'll just explain, it took forever to get, uh, get to this stage. Nearly three or four decades. So it started in uh, uh, in Russia, and uh, what it does is it uses a very strong magnetic, really, really strong magnetic field to keep the molten plasma in the shape of a torus. You know what a torus is? A do- donut shape. Yeah, yeah. That's so it it makes that into a donut shape, and once the donut uh, things gets going, it increases the magnetic field and gets the donut tighter and tighter. That's that's basically how the torus works. And once that starts happening, 
at some point of time the fusion kicks in so at this time the the plasma minister initiated is uh, it's in the temperature range of tens of thousands of degrees but once the fusion kicks in it really increases great and uh, these are these are called uh, confinement uh, devices basically so uh, if everything goes well the fusion reaction starts and the good part of it is if it fails and the plasma disperses the fusion stops immediately so unlike uh, you know because in order to have fusion you really need to push these things together so if anything happens if it explodes bursts if there's a failure it's not dangerous unlike the fukushima or the chernobyl thing where it spewed out uh, radioactive material and yeah. became dangerous so yeah i'm sure it's still as clear as mud why it is uh, why it happens and why it's but being simplified we will soldier on and try <laughs> to simplify why is it difficult to sustain again uh what happens is um, in order to have those really strong magnetic fields uh you need to have very high currents and uh if you have very high currents you're going to lose everything in uh i square r losses it's like you know your your conductor is going to get hot and uh the only way you can keep very high currents going in conductors without heating up is use superconduct and the problem is with the current state of technology superconducting can happen only at very low temperature so oh. in it's less than 200 and uh, 220 or 230 minus that's that's the you know that's is colder than liquid nitrogen colder than liquid so it's very 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 cold and uh, superconducting you have like really hundreds of thousands of amperes running around there if they create really powerful magnetic fields the other problem about magnetic fields is uh, their uh, strength it diminishes as the square of the distance so you can't have the magnetic uh, electromagnet very far away and have your uh, you know uh, still force the uh, the, the hydrogen the, the plasma together so when it starts becoming hot the superconducting uh, you know the the apparatus it finds it harder and harder to make uh, keep those sub zero temperatures going and mm-hmm. at some point the superconducting stops okay. so the uh, what they are trying to do is they are uh, so there are different ways so one is magnetic there is another one called uh, inertial uh, you know an inertial compression what they do is they have two high energy beams of plasma which go together and since they are the same size and going in the same direction they get uh, attracted to each other and is uh, somewhere in the middle they sort of pinch into each other and then that causes the fusion reaction so there you don't need a magnetic field so you you don't have to worry about the problem i said but uh, it's even that is not successful this technology has been successful in creating fusion so other people have done it too china did it china achieved a chinese the chinese uh, reactor achieved a temperature of 150000 150 million degrees wow okay for a for a much smaller duration so that is one challenge is to keep the uh, start the 
reaction and keep it going. That's that's one challenge. The second challenge is to uh, get energy out of it. So the whole thing. So when we uh, you know when we have our uh, nuclear reactors with uranium, uh, when the mass starts getting hot, it heats up. Of water and water gets converted to steam and steam runs the turbine and that's how we get useful electric power out of it. In a fusion reaction, that's difficult because in a nuclear reactor, your temperatures are far lower. In fusion, how do you how do you put a pipeline and what do you how do you pipe water? And it's really ridiculously hot. Right. So they've got some which I didn't understand, frankly, is. They've got some way of getting helium out and sort of transferring heat with something else, and uh, you know, transferring it all to heat. It does it does an elaborate uh, setup? The thing is, none of it has ever worked yet okay. because they haven't managed to get the fusion uh, going for long enough. So they haven't been able. So they've got plans of increasing this thirty sec, twenty seconds to three hundred seconds in the next five years. So. Wow, five years! Yeah, it's like how you plan to increase your breath by extending, managing to hold it one second more every day. <laughs> so five years later, you'll be able to hold your breath for three hundred seconds. You'll be probably able to hold it for three hundred seconds, but I don't know whether the fusion reaction will keep going that long. Right. So, but they do believe a lot of people do believe that it is possible. There are, uh, you know, you really need to throw money at it. Right now, uh, people haven't been throwing money at it much. So there is one called uh, ITER, ITER, which is a conglomeration of 110 countries, so including India. Wow. Okay. So the international uh, something. I, I I forgot what it's called. International Thermonuclear Experimental Reactor. That's what it's called. So it's even bigger than the K-Star. And uh, it's the most ambitious attempt to harness the energy. It's it's a $25 billion project and it's in France. So a lot of the $25 billion is probably also all the truffle uh, uh, lunches. And, uh, you know, <laughs> all the sliced salmon, <laughs> those kind of things. So, but... Whatever's left over, they're uh, they're doing uh, they're doing fusion with that, and it's a joint uh, project of the European Union, and uh, India is also part of it. And its ultimate uh, goal is to do what no fusion experiment has done before, which is to produce more heat than it consumes. So that's the other thing: more energy actually than it consumes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, most of these uh, uh, projects. They've been uh, sort of pumping in a lot more energy to keep the superconductors going. Mm. And uh, the energy that's been generated inside, though it's 100 million degrees, it's in a very small core. So the energy is not nearly enough. to. This is about uh, several orders of magnitude higher, the energy that you need to spend in order to get the fusion going. And uh, yeah, so that's the state of, things and uh, so a simplified uh, strongly advises to keep uh, paying your electricity bills because <laughs> we are not going to get free energy anytime <laughs> like this year at least so yeah uh, so but that's, it's likely to bear fruit at some point yeah about 2065 you and I will be uh, hopefully hobbling around with walking sticks and 
<laughs> still running simplified hopefully at that time and we'll be we'll have the unique opportunity of pointing out to episode and something and say i told you so <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nuclear energy has uh, gone down in popularity now right or have there been yeah it actually uh, it it got a bad rap from the environmentalists but a uh, lot of people feel that it's it's actually the best uh, our best bet at the moment because uh, renewable energy has its own problems uh, uh, fossil energy is not good at all yeah and renewable energy the problems are uh, you don't get a uniform like if you have solar energy you don't get you don't get energy at night if it's wind you don't get uh, continuous energy so you need uh, gas turbine power plants to back them up all the time so they need they need to be there to balance it so it's not environmentally friendly and uh, you can't uh, you know those are basically insurmountable problems. so there's no way you can there is uh, you can have batteries to store solar into that but all of those are not environmentally friendly so uh, in order to make a solar cell or a uh, lithium ion battery you do a lot of environmentally unfriendly things to make it so it's is not a great idea nuclear fuel if you look at it is the best because it doesn't pollute there is absolute only thing you have to worry about is the nuclear waste the like small it. matter of <laughs> yeah and uh, so there's a small body of uh, you know a uh, small voice a small body of people who say that maybe nuclear is the way to go and uh, fukushima and chernobyl notwithstanding the current state of safety and uh, you know security is much better and, uh, nothing will happen things like that but that um, popular opinion against it you might remember we had this kalpakam uh, yeah. phase 2 reactor and, yeah and so everyone is very enthusiastically for uh, nuclear energy but they don't want it where they are living so that's that's the kalpakam <laughs> guys are saying why don't you do it in bombay why don't you do it in malla yeah and the malla guys are saying no 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 do it yeah somewhere else yeah so yeah that's uh, that's about it from me uh, it's a big broad overview of fusion and uh, how it's possible and not possible at the same time so going to k star mall looks more likely than getting <laughs> in the next 5 years hopefully by then we'll be back in malls and all <laughs> actually things are pretty i went the other day to a mall and uh, it was uh, pretty you know well visited i was surprised i went to the mall for a very specific thing i wanted to buy something i knew the shop was open there yeah. i went i didn't expect to see that many people that's true and it was yeah so it is popular oh, opinion uh, is that uh, corona is over it's gone nobody nobody thinks corona is around it's yeah. it's scary yeah. first of all it was covid 19 we are already in 2021 <laughs> so uh yeah uh, it's been uh, good having the first episode of 2021 out first rec- like we recorded it in 2021 so that's good that means that 2021 is still around 
everything is fine and hope things get better for all of you out there and uh, well stay safe uh, stay fused <laughs> and stay simplified and see you guys around next week see you bye bye